trying to get all your major requirements done. Trying, trying to, to get all your core requirements trying done. Trying to organize the podcast branch. <laughs> oh, I've never seen that. No? No. Dang. Okay. Welcome back to the Maroon Weekly. It is fifth week. As always, I'm Ron. And I'm Isaac. And we have a newcomer on the podcast team today, Greg. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Greg. I'm a first year, and I'm excited to be working on podcasts this year. Awesome. Thanks Ooh. for coming, Greg. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a lot of stories to cover today. So we're just gonna jump right into it. Isaac, I know you have some information about autumn updates that the president and the provost uh, talked about. Sure, yeah, so for our um, autumn quarter update story that the president and the provost told every year, uh, this was first reported by Kayla Rubenstein, the University Avengers all assembled at once to talk about the big ticket items here on campus. So President Paul Olivisatos acknowledged the impact the pandemic has had on the university and the South Side. He also celebrated the university's history, noting the 10th anniversary of Pritzker School of Molecular Engineering and the 75th anniversary of the Argonne National Laboratory. He also discussed some future project ideas, including a new graduate student lounge in the bookstore and a new academic advising center. Provost Kai Lee spoke next, highlighting how UChicago has adopted its COVID-19 strategy this year. Lee highlighted instructors and students' positive feedback about the new preventative measures and praised the interdisciplinary ways in which UChicago's research labs have contributed to curbing the impacts of the pandemic. Lee finished her talk by recognizing the staff members' hard work. She explained the permanent benefits of winter recess and explained that staff members will receive paid time off between Christmas and New Year's Day. More information on that decision will be coming soon, and when it does come out, We are sure to cover it here on the Maroon. After Lee, Executive Vice President and Chief of Staff to the President Katie Keller Wright spoke next, providing a COVID update. As of right now, more than 96% of students are fully vaccinated, including more than 98% of all undergrads in residence halls. More than 92% of all employees are vaccinated, with an even higher percentage of instructors vaccinated. She also mentioned in her concluding remarks that the mask mandate in place right now is unlikely to drop in the near future. So get used to the masks if you're not already used to them after a year and a half of the pandemic. Concluding the speakers, Associate Vice President for Safety and Security Eric Heath introduced safety resources for the 2021 to 2022 academic year. These tools include the free lift rides that are offered on weekends, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. In the three weeks since the program's launch on September 29th, over 50% of students have opted in and more than 9,300 rides have been taken. I am two of those rides, maybe three of them. But uh, yeah, that was the, the autumn quarter update. We expect one of those every quarter from the big wigs in administration, basically giving their State of the Union address for the university community and anyone who cares at all about it. Um, I personally am a big fan of the... Uh, lift operation service. Per, uh, Eric Heath also spoke about how there is an escort service that is offered by UCPD. Uh, if you need to get to an off-campus building or a residence hall, uh, you should check the Chicago Maroons webpage for more, but there's always their non-emergency line that you can give a call to, uh, and they'll come and meet you wherever you are and get you to where you need to be. Need to be. But uh, as far as the lift rides offered, I made it downtown for drinks with my parents last night, two nights ago, actually, and we got there for $4, and that was pretty awesome. So 
the lift rides are $15 off and they can leave Hyde Park, which is pretty cool. I've taken them up to downtown and then from downtown back to Hyde Park. So if either your start or your end destination is the university area, you'll get 15 bucks off your lift, which is pretty cool. That is cool. I actually thought it was only Hyde Park. So. Yeah, I thought so too. But yeah. to my to my happiness, I guess, <laughs> I was happy to learn that I could take it out of the university area. So definitely use those because it's like timeouts in a football game. You don't get extra points for not using them. So. You might as well by the end of the quarter, and I imagine they'll replenish. Yeah, I think they. I think it's. I think you get a certain amount every every month. Every month. Yeah. Okay. I might be wow. wrong about that. I thought it was every quarter. Maybe it is every quarter. Well, either way, <laughs> either way, you're. It's not going to be a a forever amount of lifts. Yeah. Uh, the university is going to give ten a, a quarter would or ten a month would be wild. That's like think about it. That's a lift like. Every Thursday, Friday, Friday yeah, Saturday. It's probably, it's probably ten, it's, I think it's ten a quarter. <laughs> ten a quarter. Ten a quarter. Because they have already been on the hook for 9,300 lift rides. Yeah. I mean... That's I, not cheap. Yeah, that's... Like, think about it. That's ten bucks each. That's $93,000 in lifts. Yeah. Right? Is that how the math works? Yeah. I'm not a math major. Okay. So, yeah. $93,000 in lifts they've picked up in... What is today? October the 24th in less than a month. That's actually crazy. I know. That $93,000 in Ubers and Lyfts for the university population in less than a month. So let's do some quick math. That's, if this trend continues, about, we'll round up and say 100,000 Lyfts because this was published before this past weekend. Okay. So we'll say $100,000 worth of Lyfts in a month. $300,000 worth of lifts in a quarter. We're looking at... And, and of course, in the winter, lifts are going to be more frequent because it's yeah. just getting colder and colder and, like, significantly more frequent. Those will be, like... Close to a million dollars. Close to a million That's dollars insane. in lift coverage for students in That's one academic year. That's actually insane. I know. That's why. I, never, I didn't think wow. it had that sort of magnitude. Yeah, me neither. But, wow, yeah. So, use the system while you've got it. That's crazy. They're on pace for a million dollars in lifts. But um I mean it does have what the university is in like the top ten endowments. Well I get that. And <laughs> yes, we're saying a million dollars as if that moves the dial for this school at all. It doesn't. Mm. But still, for someone like me and you, that's pretty crazy. Um Yeah. So our new contributor, Greg, has a story about the IOP, so I'll let him take that away. All right, so last Wednesday, the Institute of Politics hosted a panel to discuss Chicago's gun violence. Uh, the Chicago Tribune's Annie Sweeney was joined by Representative Robin Kelly, former Illinois State Representative Ed Sullivan, and New Chicago Crime Lab Executive Director Roseanne Ander. Panelists debated the complex origins of gun violence in the city, which in recent years has been disproportionately affected by increases compared to other major cities like New York and Los Angeles. And also this crisis has been compounded by the pandemic. They also debated what policies can improve the situation, uh, specifically police reform, federal funding for youth centers, community-based anti-violence organizations, and legislation, among others. The full recording is available on the IOP's YouTube channel, and the Maroons Ben Wiener contributed to this report. Great. I imagine it's a different Ed Sullivan than the one I'm thinking of. You know, the Ed Sullivan show? Oh, no. I've never seen it. No? No. Nope. <laughs> Dang. Okay. 
Well, the Ed Sullivan Show was a an American television show, a variety show on CBS that ran from June twentieth, nineteen forty eight, to March twenty eighth, nineteen seventy one, and it like had a bunch of musical acts on it, including George Carlin, Flip Wilson, The Beatles. It was a big deal. Anyways, Ed Sullivan Show. If my parents are listening to this episode, you'll be really proud of me for name-dropping that. But anyways, back to the actual story. Um, I've got the last story, which is, as usual, the COVID update, which was first reported by Lane Friedman. There were 37 new cases reported in a UChicago Forward update that was sent last Friday to all students. Of these 37 cases, 20 were linked to an off-campus gathering of professional students with a number of infected students engaging in in-person activities, even when showing symptoms. From those 37 cases, there were 193 close contacts with fewer than five students isolating on campus and 28 isolating off campus. The university is going to continue to monitor mask mandates and is staying cautious on the COVID front, as Isaac mentioned. So it's unlikely that mask mandates will be dropped and students will still be returning to classes after Thanksgiving break. And for the moment, uh, and for the moment, this university is planning on holding classes in person during the winter and the spring. Remember the business school? I do. And I was just about to make a comment. So. Okay, last year, just to clue you in, the university was taking COVID extremely seriously in an urban setting, which I was pretty proud of, but a bunch of boothies got together, like, downtown or something. I don't know, maybe it wasn't Hyde Park. No, I think it wasn't Hyde Park. It was, like, 50 cases or or more. Like it was crazy. it It was a very local outbreak, and, like... It was reported on, like, the local news. It was, like, a big deal. Yeah, hundreds of, like, close contacts. Um, but, yeah... Concerning the students that are grad students that were showing symptoms and then continue to go to class, that's wild, especially living through COVID for the past two years where you've known that's been part of the national vernacular. I was showing symptoms. I tested negative, by the way. It was just the seasonal cold. You know how it is. But anyways, I was feeling a little unwell last week, and I got my test negative, all that. But I emailed my professor and was like, Dr. Bim, I had a cough. I want to be responsible for my students and for you. And he's like, you're making the right decision. Stay home and get well, um, and we'll see you on Thursday. And then I did see him on Thursday. But my point is, generally speaking, professors are going to be really, really understandable about missing classes, especially during a pandemic when they were also sequestered to online schooling. So whether it's from a position of support or fear for going back online, um, your professors will by and large be sympathetic and empathetic to your health yeah. i don't know yeah. that's my experience with know, for sure yeah so. it's it's the right move it's the right move to make and you can always just make up the work after yeah but these i don't think these guys were even doing work i think they were just like hanging out just chilling just chilling like you in know, a social gathering chilling like a villain yeah so let's talk about our weeks real quick parents weekend is happening that's a news event that we can report on but it is currently happening right now. We're recording at 9.45 on Sunday and Logan. And I know the final event is at 10 o'clock, like the Dean's Brunch. Oh, I... Yeah, yeah. Dean's Brunch at 10 o'clock, um, where there are coffee and donuts and you get to hug John Boyer, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, Greg, why don't you tell us about your week as a first year and how 
quickly and aggressively, school is ramping up right about now, because I'm sure it is for you. Uh, my week. Uh, my week has actually been pretty uneventful. Um, I would say I can't relate to, say, the kids in Gen Chem with midterms. and I know they're <laughs> going through it right now, but I can't relate to that. Um, other than that, yeah, pretty uneventful. Um, I will say I'm a pretty reclusive person, so I don't, you know, talk to a lot of people. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, I've got a midterm next week on Tuesday, as a matter of fact, and not only am I underprepared, I'm very afraid of it because I'm applying for a master's program in this particular field in which this class is, and my thesis advisor for my major is also the professor of this oh. class and the head of the grad program I'm applying to. That so I've got to nail one. it. That's a tough one. Yeah, I have to do very well. Yeah. Because I, I have to go in every other week and look her in the eyes and talk about my thesis. And if I bomb this test, that's just going to be on the back of both of our minds. You got this. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what's going on in my world. I'm not going to include names or departments or anything like that, <laughs> but um, that's what's going on. So, yeah. Uh, Rom, what about you? Anything crazy happening happening at iHouse till I die house? Nothing super crazy happening. Uh, on my part, it's just kind of been like interviews, and I feel like at the school, I was talking about this with a few people, but especially for fourth years, you feel like you're always doing work. Yeah. But you're always behind. Yeah, I get that. Because, you know, you're sending out apps, you're applying to jobs, you're doing classes, you're writing your thesis, you're trying to get all your major requirements done, trying, trying to, get, to get all your core requirements trying done. Trying to organize the podcast branch. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying our best. So much. We're sending out a bunch of emails. That was the, the meme at our last meeting um, because Ram and I just go very heavy on the email fingers and here's the here's a when is good poll here's where you should be we're here right now yeah um anyways if you want to join the maroon maroonpod at gmail.com hit our line and we will email you back i promise because we are always on that website so sounds good yeah yeah all right that's all we have for you all this week as always i'm rob i'm isaac i'm greg Music for the weekly is provided by Andrew Dietz, Aaron Senden, and Kenny Talbot Lavega. Have a great week, and we will see you next time. Peace.